0: Visit impressbeauty.com/presson and use code PRESSON25 at checkout for 25% off Impress manicure and Press-On falsies. another episode of Lunar Lover, the podcast. I'm your host Jordana Levine and today we're exploring the Sagittarius new moon and solar eclipse. And I'm also going to dive a little deeper into the Gemini Sagittarius eclipses we've been experiencing and will continue to experience until the end of 2021. The Sagittarius new moon will take place on Tuesday, December 15 at 3.16am in Sydney, Monday, December 14 at 4.16 p.m. in London and 11.16 a.m. in New York. So this new moon is also a solar eclipse, like I said, Um, and I will dive a little deeper into the eclipse energy and specifically the pairing of the Gemini Sagittarius eclipses. But let's start by looking at the Sagittarius flavor of this new moon. We've been in Sag season for roughly three weeks now, and perhaps you've felt the expansiveness of its energy. Sagittarius dreams big and loves to be inspired by possibility. If you haven't been feeling the optimism of Sag season, this new moon is the perfect time to contemplate why. What are your values? Are you super clear on them? If you've listened to my other podcast, Higher Love, I speak a lot about love values and the importance of them when it comes to dating and being in relationship. But values are integral across all areas of our life and nobody knows this better than Sagittarius. So as we harness the final new moon energy of 2020, it's time to get crystal clear on what your values are and what kind of energy you wanna bring into 2021. When we set values for ourselves, we set boundaries and standards to adhere to. If we bring a greater sense of self-awareness to everything that we do, then from this space, anything is possible. This is the message of this new moon. Anything is possible. What do you believe is possible for you in 2021? I want you to answer that question for yourself. So the question is, what do you believe is possible for you in 2021? And I'm going to give you a brief moment to sit with it. It's important that you truly contemplate it because it's the solar eclipse energy behind this Sagittarius new moon that's going to give you a bloody good chance of achieving it. I spoke a little about eclipse energy in the last episode in the context of the Gemini full moon and lunar eclipse. Well, this is a solar eclipse and they occur during a new moon when the moon passes between the sun and the earth. And they too amplify, accelerate, and heighten the collective cosmic energy. But rather than being about releasing, which is what the lunar eclipse is about, it's more about bringing in opportunity, yeah, with that amplification, acceleration, and heightened energy. So I want you to actually cast your mind back six months ago. We experienced, it was on the 5th or the 6th of June, depending where you are, a lunar eclipse during the Sagittarius full moon. So there is synergy between that moon of six months ago and this moon. And it'd be worth going back and looking at what you were releasing under that full moon. It's likely to have come through a full cycle And with this new moon in Sagittarius, it's likely to birth. So take some time for yourself and journal what has unfolded for you over the past six months. What have you learned? What lessons do you need to integrate? What do you still need to embody? This is a new beginning. And I know it feels kind of weird to bring in new year energy when we're still in 2020, but it's time, folks. New energy, new motivation, optimism, freedom, expansion, abundance. The Sagittarius new moon is offering all of this to us. The eclipse is amplifying it. The universe is saying, take advantage of this energy, (laughs) goddammit. Be open to receiving and the rest will follow. But you have to believe it. Sagittarius's mantra is, I believe this isn't one of those cases of fake it till you make it for the solar eclipse to work its magic. You need to truly believe that whatever you want to create for yourself in 2021 is absolutely possible. You must stay rooted in the truth of who you are and to stand firm in your own beliefs. This means embracing your authentic self even if it's not all sunshine and rainbows. Be kind, generous, and loving towards yourself and believe in your own worth. This is a game changer and it will transform your 2021, I promise. If you struggle with this, let's flip it a little. So just for now, instead of focusing on what you wanna create for your future, ask yourself, what are you grateful for right now? What were the blessings of 2020? And how can I embrace everything I already have? It's from this place that we can start to not only believe in the possibility of a brighter future, but that we can truly believe in ourselves. And trust me, you're gonna wanna, or if you're outside Australia, you're going to want to because like i said this eclipse energy flavored by the gemini and sagittarius combo is going to be around for a little while longer let's have a look at the significance of these two signs working together last episode i spoke of the lunar nodes and how they are currently placed in gemini and sagittarius this is also why the eclipses are in these signs Together, Gemini and Sag, although complete opposites, are both mutable signs and are the truth seekers of the Zodiac. It is along this axis that we are compelled to seek and explore, just with different flavors. Gemini processes information in an extreme and multifaceted fashion. Taking in as much as she can, she embraces new ideas and experiences forever curious and exploring. Gemini is about the facts and will process them through a diverse lens, making sure all sides have been looked at thoroughly. Sagittarius, on the other hand, is more expansive and broad in its compulsion to explore. It seeks the truth, which isn't the same as the facts. Sagittarius comes in with a philosophical approach, forever looking to expand, experience, and feel freedom. Saj seeks new horizons, looks at the big picture, and uses intuition and self-belief to get where she needs to go. Sorry, I don't know why I'm giving the signs genders. I'm saying she, but it can be anything you want it to be. She, he, they, it, chop and change how you like. Both signs are although different, are still about obtaining and disseminating new information and learning as much as possible. They are both student and teacher. So as we enter a new year, what can we learn from 2020 and how can we relay that information in a way that will help us expand and grow into 2021? The nodes are leaving the signs of Cancer and Capricorn where they've been since November 7, 2018. Cancer and Capricorn are the star signs that represent your foundations, home, cancer, and work, Capricorn. They represent family and community, cancer, government, and big business, Capricorn. On a global level, we can see how major that cancer-Capricorn cycle has been in 2020. This year has rocked our foundations like nothing many of us have experienced before in this lifetime. So as the nodes change access, we emerge from the micro world of home and personal life amplified by cancer and into the concept of partnership and social interactions, a la Gemini. We move out of the restriction and disciplinary nature of Capricorn and into the expansive and freedom seeking nature of Sagittarius. Here are some of the themes that we might experience over the next 13, 14-ish months while the nodes remain on that Gemini and Sag axis. Truth versus fact. Changes to travel, tourism, transport. So we're already starting to see that with the effects of uh, the pandemic on 2020 and how that's impacted our travel and tourism and transport. We're starting to see the little innovations and changes that are being made in order to compensate the new world in inverted commerce. We're also seeing changes within the school system and higher education and we'll continue to see that into 2021. Our life philosophies may shift. This might even be felt through our beliefs about organized religion or any sort of thought philosophy. And speaking of thought philosophies, there is likely to be a rise in conspiracy theories. It's actually, conspiracy theories are such a Gemini, Sag, dalliance. What is the truth and what are the facts? Is the truth factual and are the facts true? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it really feeds into the conspiracy theory. So I wouldn't be surprised if we start to see some truth in them or If more of them start to come to the surface, look, don't get too caught up in these themes. I mention them for observation purposes rather than predictions, but what's most important is that you will start to notice the shift out of that Cancer Capricorn energy that we've been experiencing for a little while. I've already felt the shift out of it. Okay, let's have a look at some ways to work with the Sagittarius new moon. Tap into your inner wisdom. Sag is the sign of the lifelong learner and is eternally seeking thought-provoking content. However, Sagittarius also has an innate inner wisdom. Use that as your guide under this new moon. Be adventurous. This is going to look a little different to everyone depending on where you are and how restricted you are, but adventures don't have to be abroad or outlandish in any way. You can go on an adventure without even leaving your house. And even though Sage is all about global travel, there's other ways that we can start to travel around the globe. So get inventive, perhaps explore this through food or documentaries, or just get really familiar with your hometown. Let the universe show you what it's capable of. Such is a fire sign and this is a new moon. So ordinarily I'd be like, set intentions, take action on them, go, go, go. But it's also a powerful eclipse. And sometimes we've done all that we can do. I feel it very, 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 very strongly in my bones that things will be unfolding exactly as they should under this new moon. And all you need to do is have faith and believe it's possible for you. And then lastly, move your hips. Seems like a strange one, doesn't it? But Sagittarius rules the hips. And so this is the perfect time to get deep into your hips and move them around. This could be some beautiful embodied dance around your living room, or it could be a deep hip nourishing yin class. We store so much emotion in our hips. And if we don't take the time to stretch them out and show them some love, those emotions get stuck and stagnant. If you've been listening to this podcast for a while or have read Make It Happen or worked with me in any capacity, you'll know that our emotions are a huge component of our vibrational energy and are integral for manifestation. So if they're getting stuck in our hips, what good are they there? I offer weekly yin classes as part of the Lunar Lover Membership. And remember, the price of the membership increases on Monday, December 14. So if you are contemplating membership uh, and you join before December 14, you will stay on the $22 a month for the duration of your membership. Otherwise, the price will increase to $33 a month. But, you know, FYI, it's actually still a bargain. So if you do want to become a Lunar Lover member, all you need to do is click the link in the show notes of this episode or head to jordanalevine.com forward slash Lunar Lover. Because this is such a big new moon and it's the last one of the year, I've actually decided to open up this month's Lunar Love and New Moon Circle and Yin class to non-members too. So if you're curious to see what happens in one of the Lunar Love and New Moon intention setting and Yin circles, then this is your opportunity. All you need to do is click the link in the show notes to purchase your ticket or become a member and access it that way. It's up to you. The reason I combine yin yoga with intention setting on a new moon is because I found in my own practice that I can really integrate and embody my intentions through my physical body better than if I'm just sitting there writing my intentions on paper. Makes sense, right? Oh, I also have another big announcement. I've just released my new 2021 lunar calendar. So to download your free calendar, simply head to my website and scroll down to the bottom of the homepage. Or click the link in the show notes to download your free calendar for both the Northern Hemisphere and the Southern Hemisphere. The next moon is a full moon in Cancer, and it falls on December 30, the perfect time to release 2020 one last time before the new year. I'll be back with a new episode a few days before the moon is full. Until then, I'm your host Jordana Levine, and you've been listening to Luna Lover, the podcast.